0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. I'm sitting here, uh, cracking up. Uh, we got a cat, and uh, apparently Brandy forgot to get her some wet cat food. Well, you got plenty of dry cat food, but she loves that wet cat food in the morning. For and Brandy must have forgot to get her some some more today uh, for today. And man, she's been the whole time I've been waiting to come on live. The cat's been sitting there just staring me down. I mean, sitting there staring at me, like, where's my freaking food? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. And then she comes over here and, uh, and just sits here. And then she looks at me going, meow, meow. I mean, she's, like, distraught, tore all to pieces, because Brandy's not like, got her at wet food. And in there's clawing, tearing my bed apart right now as we speak. So, uh tell you, uh, we're talking about, we want to start a new uh, I.D. channel exclusive, Why Cats Kill, and... Uh, I think this was about to kill my wife, so uh, uh, it was just uh, just too funny. Anyway, uh, good morning to Christy Lealas, Karen Laws, Jennifer Hunnicutt, Darlene Barker, Terry Hutchinson, and uh, Karen Smith. Appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in this morning for our uh, daily devotionals. And uh, it's always a great way to start off our day in the right direction. All right, my friends, let us stand, if you are able and can, uh, let us stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for the greatest country in the world that we get to live in and, uh, so sad that there are those out there who don't see that and don't appreciate what we have uh, that's why uh, if they hate this country so bad, won't they take their happy rear ends and go somewhere else and uh, tell you what you go to some other country, see how they live? You'd be kissing the ground as soon as you get back but uh sad sad situation there that our country is treated uh Tracy little good morning, but um, you know. It amazes me. Uh, of course, you had Biden stop off of Chicago, see that bug. That's what I call that mayor there. She looks like a bug. She is the weirdest looking. Look like something from uh, Beetlejuice. I mean, she is an odd duck. And, uh, you know, it amazes me how they want to come after our guns and our weapons. And uh, here Chicago's got the strictest gun laws in the land, I mean, in the country. And uh, they had over 100 uh Shootings uh, over the weekend, and it's just you know. Uh, in fact, the the day he was landing, uh, uh, Biden was landing there. Uh, two ATF agents were shot, cops were shot, and uh, it just blows my mind how they think that gun. It's a heart problem, guys. It's not a gun problem. They're you know Cain killed Abel with a rock. It's not not what you. Not the weapon. Uh, all they, they're going to do is make it harder for law abiding citizens to protect themselves. That's all that boils down to. But I tell you something else that's really getting on my nerves super, super bad. I am so sick of that stupid COVID commercial, uh where they're they're singing a fun little happy song and wanting your kids to be vaccinated. I you know, i like to told you all your get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. I don't give a rip what you do, one way or the other. That's something everybody's gotta pray about. If you feel led to do it, do it. I I got one I got the both of the, the Moderna Went and wild about it. Be I mean, honest I really didn't want to get it. Uh, in fact, I think I had COVID uh, right before it all hit the fan. Because I had every sink, every every symptom before it really come out, uh, just a few weeks prior. But anyway, uh, I, I really didn't want to. Dad really kept pushing me to get it because my immune system. But uh, they uh, everything's saying point in saying anybody under the age of thirty does not need to get that vaccine. We don't, you know. Uh, you know, I'm taking a risk, you know. With my my breathing issues, I figure it's a risk one way or the other if I do or if I don't take the stupid shot but I mean with these kids i mean you don't know i mean i've 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 read things where it could sterilize uh girls uh and won't be able to have kids uh you know i you know that's why I don't like seeing kids being put on any really any kind of long term medication when they're younger unless it's just absolutely necessary even with this a d h d medication and such it you know it, you don't know the long term effects of antidepressants. you don't want you got to be careful. These kids are in their developmental stages of, of growth. And, uh, man, you, you don't want to monkey around too much of this kind of stuff. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. You know, I do think you need to get your MMR and those kind of things you need to get before going to school. And uh, chicken pox, all the shots or whatever it is. They, or uh, uh, what is it? Uh, not chicken pox what was I thinking of. Um, um, <laughs> what is Smallpox. That's what I was thinking. Your vaccines. That's what I was trying to think of. All that kind of stuff. You know, I, I do think you need to have those. But, uh, but this whole—I'm so sick of seeing this COVID thing. We shoved down our throats so that not want to go door to door. You know, <laughs> they will not be happy campers. They come around here anyway. They, <laughs> the Mormons think they got it bad when they come to the house. They're really going to hate it if they come here. The, the, the little anti-vac, the little vaccine. Turkey's coming around. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. I've said my piece, so it's time to go on. And uh, let's see here. Whoops, turned the wrong slide. Here we go. Ephesians 4:30 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. You know it's a wonderful thing to know we give our lives over to Jesus Christ. We are redeemed. We are are bought. All right. We are bought out. That's what that's. We hear that word redemption. We hear that word redeemed. We are bought out. We are bought out of the, out of slavery. We we're bought back a ransom that was paid. You know you've often heard my dad say that uh, Jesus Christ paid a debt he did not owe because we had a, a debt we could not pay and God paid that ransom. He paid that sin's debt and we are redeemed. We are sanctified. We are glorified. We are rejected we become a new human being in Christ Jesus. Now it's not while we're on this side of heaven, we're still going to have that sin flowing through our blood and we're never going to reach a state of perfection until we get into heaven. but there's a story that was uh, that I read in regards to uh, uh, Spurgeon and uh, who's, you know if you don't know who Spurgeon is, look it up great theologian and uh, Charles Spurgeon be sure and he's got a lot of a lot of great writings and uh, things uh, and and uh, teachings he's done but uh he was going to this wesleyan wanted him to uh, come to his home well this Wesleyan this individual he was he thought he could reach a state of perfection on this side of heaven and spurgeon <laughs> apparently liked he wanted to wanted to push this guy's buttons and make him uh get tore all to pieces and he said well i don't know if i can come to your home he said because there'll be too many angels there uh, singing as it was he's mocking the fact this guy thought he was reaching a state of perfection and kept mocking him to the point this guy was was getting angry and he said uh, see, uh, uh good morning michelle fox harris on miss Mousey herself and Joyce scarlett but um uh the guy started getting losing his temper and he said, see, you're not perfect, you know. And he said, I'm not angry, I'm not mad, but he said that you could clearly see that his face was red, that he was he was getting mad and getting upset. And, you know, it would be nice, you know, if we could, uh, in this Christian life, get to where we're no longer tempted or no longer had to sin and, and we became immune. You know, we hear a lot about uh, herd immunity right now. Uh, it would be nice if we become immune uh, to sin. But unfortunately, because of the fall, because of what Adam and Eve had done, sin has infiltrated this world. We're all born with that disease of sin, and nobody can reach the state of perfection on this side of heaven. I don't care if you're 99.9% perfect. You still cannot get into the gates of heaven. The only way you're getting into heaven is through knowing Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. Uh, You know, we're all fallible we all mess up we all screw up you look at david i mean here he was a man after god's own heart and done all these wonderful things and what did he do he uh committed adultery he had murder i mean you know you see the list of things he'd done you look at solomon and you know here you know he he asked for wisdom the wisest man in this earth you know here he went into idolatry i mean so you see that you know all men have feet of clay nobody's perfect you know and i uh, always try to be um uh, humble and, uh, uh, and try to do my best what God wants me to do and I've told you before, I am far from perfect. Uh, you know, Brandy gets on sometimes, she feels like I share a little too much uh, of of myself uh, whether it's behind the pulpit or, or in the mornings when I'm doing devotions, but you know, one of the reasons why I share so much about uh, my walk and, and the problems that I'm experiencing is that to let people know You're not alone because it's so easy to feel that way. It's so easy to feel like, man, am I the only one going through this? Am I the one feeling this way? Am I really saved? Am I really a Christian? Maybe if I was really saved, I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't act like this or I wouldn't think like this. You know, and the very fact that you even are concerned about it shows proof that you have made that commitment to Jesus Christ. Because if you was not saved, you could care less. You'd just be out in the world doing whatever you wanted to do. And so, you know, we all have, you know, we're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. We, every single one, mess up. And I can't stand pretentious people. I can't stand people who are holier than thou. And, you know, you can't sit there and, you know, Picky nose that Tim saying you're doing it wrong and uh, that's not the way the Bible tells you to do it. I mean, it's just you know, it's, I, I hate that. It drives me nuts. Uh, I get people sometimes on my social media who want to, you know, if I tell a joke, hey, uh, they're going all to pieces. And you're supposed to be a preacher, and I'm like, why? You know, I'm sitting there looking at the joke and uh, there's been many times me and Brandy's looking at stuff I've read and, and I'm like, What I don't get what they're what they're seeing, you know. I you know, and it just it drives me crazy, you know. But I think some people think that they had to be feel in their hearts to be spiritually superior towards other people and be quite honestly it's what turns a lot of people off towards Christianity. because uh, they think, Man, you know, I can't attain that i can't be like it and i don't want to live like it and so i turns a lot of people off uh, and uh and it's hard to you know, as long as you bring up Christianity, bring up Jesus Christ, you talk about salvation, people turn a deaf ear because, like, yeah, I've had encounters with you Christians, and I don't want nothing to do with it. And and quite frankly, uh, you know, you can't really blame them because of some of the pretentious and legalistic ways in which they have been treated and, uh, and how churches have treated individuals and condemned people. You know, I, I was listening to the song the other day when uh, I was forced to mow, and uh, it was... Uh, uh, the song, I can't remember the name of the group, but if we are the body, why aren't our, his arms reaching? And, you know, when you think about that, we are the body of Christ. And what that song, you know, if you've, if you've really listened to the lyrics, talks about how and these different people are trying to attend church. And... And how they 're treated and how they 're looked at, and talking about a girl who tried to go to church, and these other girls were making fun of her, or a salesman out of town tried to attend a church, and how people treated him and how he was acting. you know we are the body of the church, and we need to make sure that you know we you know, we check those attitudes at the door you know there's always going to be personality differences there's always going to be people we may not care much for, but remember they 're at church for a reason. This isn't high school, you know. I, I, being a pastor, sometimes maybe we see—I see it at a at an angle that others may not personally see it, and so I, it, it's it's a lot like running the world's biggest kindergarten. <laughs> and, uh, it's a lot like high school, you know. You got people who want to associate with only their certain amount of people. They're not—we're welcoming of new people. And I'm not saying our church is like it. We got a pretty, you know, I feel like our church is pretty welcoming, and um, uh, and I'm not saying it's fault-free. but no 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 stretch imagination. But I feel like we're pretty welcoming and uh, and and warm to those who come, but uh, but I have seen uh, how some people are talked about and treated, and that's wrong. You know, we need to make sure we're showing. Uh, the love of Christ uh, to all individuals because we want people to feel uh, accepted. We want people to feel welcome. You know, we want people, when they come to God's sanctuary, uh, that it is a safe area that they can be uh, to worship uh, with an almighty God and to worship with like-minded believers. And we need to be very aware of that. So why shouldn't we sin? You know, we're, we're, we're born into sin. We're never going to be perfect on this side of heaven. So what does it matter? You know, we, we're never going to, you know uh you know obviously you know uh god you know we read the bible just based on what i said here you think well i'm a sinner and god's going to forgive me anyway so what's it matter well we don't want to sin for several reasons one we don't want to grieve the holy spirit you know we don't want to do those things that are hurtful towards god you know that's kind of something i was talking about last night a little bit in our teaching in De- deuteronomy is that i don't want to do anything to hurt my earthly father you know I don't want to do things yeah he may forgive me if I'm nasty or mean or uh, or spiteful he may forgive me but it's still going to hurt him just like with God almighty he will forgive us but it still hurts him when we do those things that we know are going to grieve the Holy Spirit that we know they're going to going to hurt him in our thoughts word deed and action so we got to be very very careful about that we don't want uh, to cause that pain and it it hurts other people as well not only the heavenly father when we sin it hurts others you may say well how, how does my sin hurt other people well just think about it if you are talking about somebody and uh, and you're saying they're a friend, and you're talking about them like a dog, and he gets back around to them. How's that going to affect that friendship? That's going to hurt them pretty bad, isn't it? You tell your kids, hey, we're going to go to uh, to to Disney, but you have got a drinking problem, and you forget about the trip, or you run out of money, you can't take them. How that's going to disappoint and hurt them? Or you're cheating on your spouse. I mean, the ramifications of sin is a lot. A lot of times, like dropping a throwing a pebble into a water, you see that ripple effect of how that expands out you know and and when i was single i thought you know when i was living on my own that uh you know hey this only pertains to me this isn't hurting anybody else what does it matter but you do sometimes you know it's after you get maybe older maybe wisdom uh you see the ramifications on how that affected your immediate family how it affected your parents and and those around you and uh because of your selfishness and self-centeredness and not thinking about anybody but yourself and it does cause a lot of pain and hurt, sometimes irreparable uh, damage uh, with those in uh, in your family. And so that's why you need to be very careful, be very aware. You know, yes, we're going to sin. Yes, we're going to mess up. But one thing, don't forget, too, we're all going to stand before God the Father and give an account. And so, you know, you want to be able to hear the words well done, good, and faithful servant. You want to be able to stand there and, and know that you did your best as a Christian. Now for those who are not saved, they will be judged for everything they've ever done in the flesh. For us that are Christians, we'll be judged on how we conduct ourselves as Christians, uh, and um and how we furthered uh, the gospel. And so uh, you know, so we want to make sure that every day, that's why we're staying in the Word, we're memorizing Scripture, we're spending that time of prayer, we're talking to God. You know, this morning I was praying, and I don't feel like I prayed the same things over and over, but it is things that I know that mean a lot to me, that are dear to my heart, and that's why I, I pray that every day uh, because of uh, my anxiety and worry over my family or situations or finances, and, and I give that over to God. And that is, even though we may say the same thing every day, uh, or at least for me, uh, you know, I, I'm still trying to commune with God. I'm still trying to talk to God, I'm still seeking his peace. I'm still trying to seek his strength uh, for whatever these situations are, uh, because without him, I can't get through the day. And, you know, even though I mess up every single day and I mess up every single day, uh, I know that God loves me and forgives me and he will not give up on me. So it's easy to condemn ourselves. It's easy to put ourselves down. It's easy to say, you know, I am the worst person in the world. You know, and uh, and without God, we are horrible, wicked, evil people. But with God, we become joint heirs to the throne. God is what gives us the ability. Jesus Christ is Christ's uh, atoning work on the cross and his resurrection, and our belief in that and our understanding and convictions in that. Is what helps us to stand before our almighty god that will allow us entrance into heaven and so we know the devil wants to remind you of things and wants to condemn you of things we have to remember that hey god has forgiven me god loves me and i got to learn from this mistake i've got to learn to not repeat that sin again and avoid that pitfall and snare you know and it may be in a lot of different situations if you have problems with uh, looking at dirty images on the Internet. Maybe you need to have an accountability partner. Maybe put on some parental blocks that uh, that accountability partner only has the uh, password to so that you're not tempted to look at something you shouldn't. Watching movies you shouldn't. Uh, if you have a problem with alcohol, don't be going to the bars and hanging out with your buddies. If you, know, if you have a drug problem, and, and don't be hanging out with people who are addicts. I mean, some of this stuff is kind of common sense to avoid. But, you, but some people have this idea of, well, they're my friends. They've been my friends since childhood. And, oh, I've given up my friends. Well, you know, that, that's on you then. You know, if you've got a problem uh, with a certain area in your life and you're hanging around people who are encouraging that and, uh, uh, and offering uh, a... Um, um, that's the word I'm looking for. What's the matter with me? Uh, uh, encouraging. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, enabling. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, or enabling you in areas that you're, you're weak at. That's not doing you any benefit spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and maybe even physically. Uh, that's why we need to be with like-minded believers. That's why we've got to be with other Christians. And so that we build each other up and help each other to avoid those pitfalls and snares. But while we're on this earth, we're going to sin. We're going to mess up, and uh, you know we may come up with a million reasons as to why we can justify what we did and uh, and, and make a lot of what we've done. And well, if this situation hadn't happened, I wouldn't have said this. If this situation wouldn't happen, I wouldn't have reacted this way. Or you know, and it, and it's easy to you know to to just, but remember that we are to abhor sin. We are to hate sin. But again, uh, we grieve the Holy Spirit. When we sin. Uh, he loves us. Uh, he lo- you know, He is holy. Uh, it is our trust in Christ that we do not need to fear God's future judgment for our sins. But because he is holy, and because he loves us, the Holy Spirit is grieved at all our sin. He knows that we will only share his eternal joy when we share his holiness. Thus, we we will see in a moment, he will. He applies love, discipline to purify us from our sins. So, and what we're going to see here, and what I want to read to you here, just real quick here, is a few little quick points. Uh, as to how um, the consequences uh, of, the, of grieving the Holy Spirit. Uh, point one, you will suffer the Spirit's loving discipline. Because well, there's always there's going to be consequences to your sins. All right, I realize that. Uh, you will lose the sense of the Spirit's presence. You will uh, you will lose the sense of God's love. You will lose the joy of salvation. You will lose the assurance of your salvation. I don't want to say you can lose your salvation. I'm not saying that uh, by no stretch of the imagination. Uh, you may start to question your salvation is what I'm getting at. Because once you're saved, once your name's written in the lamb Book of Life, you are saved. With that said, it, you know, a lot of people may think it's just a magical sprinkling of words and you can just go out and do whatever you want to. But well, then it questions, were you really saved? Did you really understand what that meant uh, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord, Savior? Is it just something you felt like you ought to do in the moment? And, you know, because we're, we're known by our fruits. We're not demonstrating those fruit And you just went right back into the world, it begs the question, did you really make that commitment to Christ? But outside of that, if you've really meant those words and you really given your heart to Christ, you are saved and nothing will change that. You can backslide. But I love what my dad has said many times, you have to be somewhere before you can backslide. And uh, because I've heard a lot of people say, well, you don't know what I've done. Hey, God forgives you, you know, don't worry about that. Uh, You will lose God's comfort in your trials. You will lose the assurance of answered prayers. You will lose the joy of fellowship with other believers. So we kind of see these kind of things that are the consequences to our sinful actions if we continue to stay in unrepentant sin. That's what I'm getting at. But if we live day to day, you're just like any other struggling Christian who's trying to live and strive for that mind of Christ. But if you're living in unrepented sin, and that's where you're getting, we're getting into some bad mojo there. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, have a prayer. Lord Jesus, we just thank you, love you, and praise you, Lord. Thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for allowing us to come together this morning, Lord. Help us, Lord, to uh, to get through this thing called life, and Lord, help us to. I fight daily against those things that uh, will cause division between us and you. Help us to stay strong. Help us to stay true, and help us do what is right and glorifying in your eyes. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I want to pray for Jerry Keller, and I want to pray for uh, Ron Thompson and Roger Winters. Lord, pray uh, pray for healing upon him, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. Lord, I pray for Daisy Side. Uh, Lord, that you continue healing upon her. I pray to be Ginger Hood and Larry and and Knight and Ken Kitchings and so many other prayer requests and concerns that I've seen on Facebook. And Lord, you know those hearts and minds and situations. So Lord, be with us, lead, guide, and watch over and protect us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys and guests for watching this morning. Hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.